0: hello and welcome to the city rev life podcast my name is pastor justin i'm sitting here with pastor greg hello hello it is great to be with you and uh, we're continuing some conversations uh, some conversations we started this past episode hopefully you were able to check that out it was really a part one in what is a a small two-part series on just some trends that have been
1: popping up so give a little recap what we talked about last time yeah. We talked a little bit about, uh, crystals. Uh, we talked a little bit about kind of more new age beliefs yes. I'd say that are out there. Um, astrology, astrology, and, zodiac sign type mm-hmm, stuff, trying to look at, at kind of what's out in the universe for answers about ourselves.
0: Yeah. And so we're coming at specific topics here at the city of life podcast. What we try and do is we think about what does it look like to live like Christ in our city? And Right now in our city, in our culture are all sorts of ideas. Some of them uh, seem to be new, but are actually quite ancient that are competing ways of trying to achieve a life of purpose, a life of joy and meaning. And so today uh, we're talking about manifestation and self-actualization. That's
1: right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And so again, uh, we are not experts on this at all. I mean... This is just kind of our approach after reading some websites and watching some YouTube videos and listening to some podcasts yeah. to give some helpful insight of what we think, uh, kind of a Christian response and a Christian approach to these things. But I, I want to say that up front, you know, we're not the the answer guys on these things. I would hate to think Correct. what if someone was doing like a podcast on Christianity and they watched a couple of YouTube videos, you know, and said, Yeah, and yeah, I'm an expert, you know, like there's sure. so many branches. They're so wide. But from what we've seen, kind of some trends yes. that we can see, we think we can see. Uh, maybe some helpful Christian responses to some of these thoughts, Yeah, and and
0: there's a reason why we're doing these podcasts. It's because they're gaining enough prominence and they're becoming, I guess, more easily accessible through social media and through prominent influencers on social media that many Christians would follow. And there are some aspects of their ideas that for a Christian, uh, you can see how there are ways where there are entryways. Yeah where you think, oh, well, hey, that that doesn't sound harmful. And uh, so we want to talk about it. And so just to give a little bit of an example of what we might mean at its most basic level, an example of this is perhaps there's like a a self-help coach, a book, uh, someone on Instagram, someone you follow who coaches people to write down the things that they want to achieve or want to become and rehearse those as lines. Uh, Maybe they stare in front of the mirror and they write certain things down and they repeat these phrases, these statements. They turn their goals into something they actually want to manifest. And so I will do X. I will become a millionaire. I will receive the promotion. I am... You know, an amazing leader, you know, and you say these statements over and over again, affirming that in yourself in an attempt to increase your ability to be able to achieve those things. So that's one expression of what we're talking about.
1: Yeah, and I think when we talk about manifestation, right, that's that idea that we are trying to uh, create the life or the reality that we want in our mind and bring that out into the world. And one form of that is what you were saying. One form of that is kind of more or again from from watching different videos and looking at a few different sources, one branch is more kind of self-help uh uh life coach style, almost based on uh kind of CBT uh, cognitive behavioral uh, therapy almost right it's that idea of if i think the right things and believe the right things it will help me bring those things into the world right, right. so if i if i sit in the mirror every day like you're saying and i tell myself that i am strong that i'm smart that i am capable that it will bring me this self esteem that i can then go out and reach reach my goals that's kind yeah. of one line of manifestation, right? Where I'm, I'm believing these things. I'm affirming them to myself. I'm, you know, seeing myself succeeding and kind of convincing myself I can do it. And then I'm going out and doing it. So in that instance, in that
0: first sense, which you're describing it, it's you're saying and affirming all these things in yourself. And therefore, when you're put in a situation to try and perform, you you have this confidence that you have built into yourself or courage that you've built into yourself. And so now you're in a, you know, in
1: theory, a better position to make those things happen. Right, and you take on more leadership roles, you try new things, and you could see that how a person could find some success doing these things. That's not all though. That's That's not all. There's also like another branch of manifestation, uh, which I would say is more Eastern mysticism. Uh, Based And it's more of the idea of uh, trying to tap into the power of the universe. Uh, So there's kind of this, you know, mystery kind of based off of, you know, we're all atoms vibrating um, in the universe. And so if we kind of tune in almost like a radio dial, like tune in to the creator, the universe itself, uh, that we can then uh, manifest things in our lives without even necessarily acting. And so they might be saying, hey, you know, I'm I'm going to live in a way that the universe wants me to live. And many of these teachers would say to Mm -hmm. live in a way the universe wants you to live is to be kind and to be loving and to accept Mm -hmm. yourselves and accept others. Right. Very, very kind of happy and positive uh, uh, outlooks. But if you do these things and you tune in to the to the universe itself, you can then, as one of these teachers said, uh, that I was that I was uh, reading their website is then you can place a cosmic order with the cosmic waitress of the universe, and so if you are tuned into the right place, yeah. then you can then manifest this. Right, so like hmm. you need to express to the universe through uh, uh, either your affirmations and then through your manifestations. Like I want these things, I deserve these things. So you might say, you know, uh, while you're looking at yourself in the mirror, I deserve to be wealthy. I deserve. To drive a BMW, I deserve a nice house. And then you might also say, you know, how you plan to use those things in a way that aligns with the universe. So I deserve to drive a nice house, or sorry, drive a nice car, have a nice house, because uh, then I can, you know, be kind to my family, bring them in, you know, things like that. Right. And that if you are living the right way, Hmm. if you are manifesting these things, And then some would say you go a further step of meditating, right? So you're like kind of silencing the doubts, you're meditating, you're thinking on the positive thoughts that just those actions themselves will start to bring those things into existence in your life. So things will start to move and shift and somehow you'll end up with that nice house and that, that nice car. And it's, it's a lot more mystical and it's a lot more, uh, uh, working outside of yourself. Other forces are at work in your life.
0: Yeah. So one of the more famous expressions of this was a book that came out in the mid 2000s, The Secret, right, um, which really pushed this idea, the secret to a successful life or a happy life is your thought life. Right. And if you think it, it will be you know right. that that reality, that um, basic idea being seated there. So that's what manifestation is. Right. In a moment, we'll share a little bit what a Christian response that is. But let's go on to self-actualization. Let that's a big word. I don't use that word in yeah. normal talk.
1: Yeah. but it's becoming more more popular. Yes. So and, let's and let's again, talk about it. I think there's two two branches to self-actualization. Right. We have on the one side, uh, from what I can tell, self-actualization really came up from psychology. Uh, was it Abraham Maslow, his hierarchy of needs, self-actualization at the oh, top. Oh yeah, Abraham you Maslow. Uh, you remember that? You yeah. remember psychology? You totally. take psychology and yeah, okay. totally yeah, um, I yeah, love yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, love yeah. All I take psychology in, in college. Um, but uh, self-actualization from that sense is hey, I've I've covered all the basic needs. I've got food, I've got shelter, mm-hmm. I've got uh, a happy family and home around me. And so to reach self-actualization is then to uh, connect with something bigger, connect with the universe, connect with uh, a cause bigger than myself. And there's kind of, again, that that's what I would say more of like the life coach, self-help kind okay. of side of self-actualization. That's what you're trying to reach. But self-actualization is also the goal from what I'd say that Eastern mysticism side. And that would be more along the lines of you are trying to become the true person that you were meant to be. You're trying to become your, your true authentic self. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of that involves, um, loving yourself, accepting yourself for who you are. Mm -hmm. Um, and self-actualization gets to a point where you can be generous and kind because you've kind of elevated above the petty differences and squabbles. Right. And you're more at peace with yourself and the world around you. And the universe is bringing you what you need. And it's almost more of that Eastern idea of contentment and that we find in, you know, Taoism or Buddhism, right? These mm-hmm. kind of these kind of um, religions, and so again, we see this this split there. But mm-hmm. I think self actualization has some different definitions, but I think it's the goal. I think it's yeah. what people are trying to reach out. And so
0: to. to recap, make sure I'm following you: self actualization being the practice of looking within as a human and trying to be honest and self aware about who I truly am, kind yes. of self discovery. Yes. And accepting who I am as a person and the greatest good being living my life externally in my relationships, in my actions, in a way that honors my authentic self of who I am truly on the inside. Because people would say, the way I'm acting, the way I'm living, my relationships, how people treat me does not correspond to who I truly feel I am on the inside. And I feel like they're getting in the way of that. So self-actualization is to make your life such that right. the, the inner you, the true you, the, right. the, the you. person you
1: see in your dreams of yourself. And you right. think when I think of myself, the the dream version of me, that's yes. who I want to be.
0: Got it. Okay. So we got those two um, big concepts defined. Now let's talk a little bit about what is a Christian response to each of these. Um, and we'll take them you know one by one. So let's go with manifestation. What, What's a Christian response to this practice of bringing into being something that's not there yet simply by your thoughts or your words or your feelings?
1: Yeah, I, I think the Christian response to manifestation, or I would say the true Christian practice that I feel like manifestation kind of uh, um, takes from, is prayer. Uh, so manifestation, mm-hmm. at least as I've been exploring it, is almost a prayer to the universe or even a prayer to yourself right. of saying this is who I want to be this is who I am and I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to be that way right um where the christian practice of prayer is us looking outside of ourselves to god and saying you know these are the things that I'm looking for and and bringing those requests to the lord and the interesting thing about biblical prayer that's different than I think manifestations is that biblical prayer uh, quickly, when you read the Bible about prayer, the Bible tells you that prayer is not ultimately about what you want. Mm. Um, Prayer ultimately is about what the Lord wants and Mm -hmm. God's will. Um, And so when we pray, uh, God's will is most important in our prayers rather than our own wills and desires. And so, um, you know, I'd say James, James 4, kind of gets into that when he talks about what causes quarrels and what causes fights among you. Uh, He says, is it not this, that your passions are at war within you? You desire and you do not have, so you murder. You covet and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. And you do not have because you do not ask. You ask in prayer and you do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend on your passions. And so the Bible teaches us that when we Mm -hmm. pray um, we're not going to get everything we ask for. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get the things that we ask for, in, for the right heart and the right motives, which is aligned with with God's will. Yes,
0: that's so insightful because in
1: all of this conversation
0: about self-actualization or manifestation, we've only been talking about what I want right, and my desire. And prayer, we can bring our wants to the Lord, and that is a part of prayer. Jesus, in the Lord's prayer, he invites us to pray and you know say, hey, God, um, you know, here, here's my daily bread that I need. Um, God, I pray that you would, you would help me yeah. provide in these ways. I need this. But before that comes your kingdom come, your will yeah. be done. Um, and so the fact that prayer is the Christian response. The other, the other thing I'd say too, just in considering this is when we are in a place where we're trying to manifest something and, um, um, you know, if you're someone who's in that that frame of mind, you are putting your hope in something. And you're putting your hope in either yourself or in the impersonal universe in your conception. And the Christian response is we can put our hope in a person. We can mm. put a hope, our hope in a personal God who is transcendent, but he's also imminent. He's also close and he's near and he's knowable. And so when we pray, we're praying in Jesus' name. Uh, we're praying, um, asking God to bring about what his dreams and his desires are for our lives and help filter through all of the, the mess in our own hearts.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, you probably agree with this as a pastor, that uh, our prayers, uh, they, they often, we bring our requests to God, but oftentimes as we pray for things, our hearts start to move towards God. And sometimes our requests change because we grow yeah. in knowledge of who God is and as we read scripture as we uh, meditate on his word as we spend time in relationship with him and other believers and we start to realize oh these things that I want or am asking for you know maybe that's not actually what God wants for me maybe that's not in line with his will and his beliefs and his yeah. thoughts. Yes.
0: I think there was this movie on time I don't know if I if you remember it was the movie where there's like a parent who has to say yes to everything that their kid asks for. Do you remember that? I don't know. It's like this plot line. And I think in the movie, <laughs> they end up making it like, it ended up being the greatest thing ever that they said yes to right. everything their kids asked for. But if you think about the real world, like, like you know, if you said yes to everything your children yeah. asked of you, it would be a disaster.
1: Yeah. Uh, it would not go well. Addie would just be covered in coffee every morning because she wants my hot coffee every morning.
0: Yes, and all my kids would just eat sugar all day. <laughs> it, it would not go well. And when we think about prayer, of course there's going to be things that God is going to say no to, not because he doesn't love us, but because he does. And he has a better, he has a vantage point that we don't. And so prayer is our way of bringing, bringing our request to God and is our response and so to the Christian who's listening and who's maybe started learning about or even started practicing, what we would just encourage you to do is pray to your Father in heaven, um, seek Him, uh, bring your requests to God, and allow Him to work on those things in your you yeah, know, life. Absolutely. What about uh, self-actualization?
1: Yeah, self-actualization again, this is this idea that I'm looking within to my true self and who I am called to be or or want to be. And I'm I'm pursuing that. I'm I'm reaching out for that. And I would give again a couple of, of warnings about that from a Christian perspective, from a from a biblical perspective. And the first is that we can't really find our true self or our best self or the best version of ourselves from within. Um, the Bible teaches us, uh, like Jeremiah 17, 9, says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? And there's this idea when we look throughout Scripture that we are corrupted by sin, mm-hmm. that you and I have fallen into sin, and that our ideas of ourselves even are corrupted and warped. So if we look within about you know who we should be, um, yeah. that's going to be a distorted, distorted picture. And so really what the what the Bible pushes us towards is to not live in a way that we become more like our true selves, but rather to live in a way in which we become more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. He's He's the goal. He is the author and perfecter of our faith. He is the model and example yeah. that we are following. He is our Lord, right? He's the mm-hmm. one that we're going after. Um, and so to say, you know, we're gonna find that within ourselves, uh, I think is, is, is off base. There's a lot of scripture that talks about how we as Christians are called to uh, grow into what we would say, you know, is is Christ likeness or Mm -hmm. becoming more like Jesus. And so Ephesians 4, 15 Mm -hmm. says rather speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head into Christ or in in Luke nine, this is Jesus's words. He's explaining to us that uh, he said to all, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me for whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. And so Mm -hmm. it's this idea of the call that Jesus puts on our life is to actually lose our identity in in him in a way, right? Mm -hmm. It's not about what I want. It's not about uh, fulfilling all my desires, but it's actually offering those desires and giving those desires over to Jesus and sacrificing some of those desires, Mm -hmm. those sinful desires to become more like him, to be more like our... Our Savior, And so I think the, the Christian response um, for self-actualization would be instead of looking within and thinking up in our own mind who that dream mm-hmm. self is, to rather fix our eyes on Jesus yeah, and to live more like him. And when we do that, again, if what the Bible says is true, this is a personal God creator who loves us, who has made yeah. us, and who's called us to live like his son, who's modeled for us what yes. obedience and a faithful life looks like. That if we do these things, that's where we're going to find the meaning and the joy and the purpose mm-hmm. that I think so many people are looking for um, in themselves. And I understand that. I, my heart goes out to that, right? If you're, you know, you're you're just trying to live a better life, but um, I don't think you're going to find that in self-actualization in manifestation. I think you find that that better life, that purpose, that meaning, that fulfilling life in a yeah. life modeled after Christ.
0: Yeah. And then as you were talking, it just made me think of how in these two concepts, you hinted at it earlier, there is like this small little glimmer of truth in within each of these. Uh, You know, in Philippians, the Apostle Paul, he talks about how he calls us to set our mind on whatever is lovely and pure and whatever is praiseworthy um, he tells us uh, to set our minds on things above where Christ is, uh, to be renewed in our minds. Yeah. So, our thoughts and what we spend our thought life on really does matter. Oh, yeah. uh, it plays a significant role in the quality of your life. If you have a negative thought life, you're going to have a negative life. There's no way of getting around that. Um, and so, what manifestation is attempting to grasp at is it's trying to grasp at, well, how do you deal with that problem? Well, the problem with it that we would just point to is it puts its hope in an impersonal universe and then puts this unbearable burden on your back that if you haven't yet manifested that thing, you just have to believe it harder and you know say it more firmly that, no, I am, I will. And, and what happens when you don't and you can't? And what Jesus offers us is, so much greater. It's this received identity. It's this received grace that you don't have to work for or earn, but you receive by grace, this title of being son or daughter of God. And then the self-actualization of looking within you, you know, I I think of Jesus's teachings about the person who wants to find their life must lose it. But whoever, you know, if you want to, he says, whoever wants to find their life and seeks to find their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for my sake and the gospels will find it. There is this sense in which a person who, you know, before Christ has these proclivities or personality quirks or things about themselves that are just a part of the way that God made them. You know, Psalm 139 details that God is intentional in how he made us and wired us. So there are things about our personality and about ourselves that are unique yep. um, and so this idea of self-actualization is trying to grasp at that but what we believe as followers of jesus is that when you surrender and submit your life to jesus and like craig said when you look to christ this paradoxical thing happens Where in reality, those things that are true of your personality and of your quirks, you are actually able to not feel embarrassed or not feel insecure about or not be jealous of this other person's personality because you feel like they're better. But in Christ, you're now able to be more freely yourself. Than you perhaps ever were before, not by looking deep down within and attempting to actualize yourself, but by actually fixing your eyes on Christ. Now, what He frees you to do as He makes us more and more like Him by His Spirit. Now, those personality and quirks about us that maybe were pointed in destructive ways, or were in just completely caught up in a web of insecurity or fear and anxiety. Now God can redeem those areas of our personalities and our giftings and skills. And so in that sense, we can be more truly who God has made us to be than ever before. And in each of these, again, it's like, it's trying to grasp at the truth. And there's this like little sliver where, yeah, there's some congruence and there's some resonance there, but it's seeking to do it in ways that put your hope, not in God, not in a firm foundation, but instead in the impersonal universe or yeah. in something, you know, it's, it's
1: good. It's good godly goals, yes. I would say, of being at peace with yourself, of connecting to something bigger. But the route that you take of looking within and looking to the universe would be against what the Bible says. The Bible says, yes. look to Jesus, right? And you still get these things, right? Then you're yeah. now, and you're now more connected yeah. to the church and his body and to the world. And you can live for something bigger than yourself, which is service to God and service to others. So it's getting there, but it's getting there through a, a what I would say mm. is a false route. Or what you might be hinting at as a more discouraging route where it's all on me rather than on Christ and his finished work.
0: Yeah, that's great. So to the person listening, maybe it's you or maybe a friend, a family member, child that you know has been navigating this and thinking about these concepts. Um, we just encourage you to look to Christ um, it encourage you to to seek him in prayer and to seek becoming more and more like him. And uh, if this is helpful, or if you know of someone that this might be helpful to send or forward to, we would encourage you to do that. And uh, it's just our hope that this has has benefited and added value to your life. So uh, that's all for today on the City Rev Life podcast. We hope you have a blessed rest of your day. Thank you for joining us on City Rev Life. You can subscribe to this podcast, rate and review wherever you're listening to this and we love it when you share it with your friends on social media. For more videos and content, go ahead and check us out at cityrev.org podcast or download our City Rev Church app. Have a great day.